I love peace. I'd be out of a job with peace. Do we know each other? Welcome everybody to Pop Culture. I'm Scott. I'm Jason. And I'm Monica. And this episode we're talking about Marvel's newest TV show, What If? Question mark. Sorry, What If? Dot, dot, dot. Question mark. <laughs> um, based on a, a fairly old run of comics, that actually did a What If comic and, you know, each single issue would deal with a certain what if the slight thing changed and the oh, whole new universe so um yeah marvel's doing that with the mcu now but doing it as an animated show which so i guess it's marvel's first cinematic universe animated show and uh they dropped the first episode so we're doing we're going to talk about i guess the first episode and the concept and then maybe once it's finished we'll come back to it and talk about it again mm. maybe we'll see but anyway first episode of what if dropped uh what if captain carter was the first avenger I kind of dug it. Yeah, I, I dug it too. I thought it was so much fun. Yeah. Oh, look, I it it was reminding me of my childhood and uh, cartoons on a Saturday morning. It, it sort of came more across like that than all the other Marvel fair I'd seen so far. Um, you know, I, my favourite things were Scooby-Doo and the Thunderbirds, right? So that was my childhood television shows. I think if I was a kid now, this would be my favourite cartoon, uh, just from the amazing art and animations and things like that. But as an adult, it was firmly placed in the kids' arena for me, if, if you get what I mean. It was very, very obvious in your face sort of uh, story concepts and agendas behind it. In this case, the the uh, 
historical perspective on women and things like that, it, it was really making that overt. <laughs> well, yes, there was no uh, attempt at, at subtlety. It was no. to the point of like, you're lucky to be in the room uh, as a uh, continuing motif of the episode. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, that, that said, I, I, I think I, I liked the way it sort of lovingly recreated uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, with even sort of the, the art style or like the kind of... Um, it reminded me a lot of the Rocketeer, which watching the old Captain first Captain America movie reminded me a lot of the Rocketeer, which is, I mean, I don't think it's a coincidence. It's Joe John, but it's the same director. So, um, it had a lot, and like even to the 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 um, the suit that Captain America gets, the what was it? Not Captain America, Steve Rogers, sorry. <laughs> the the uh, Hydra Smasher or whatever it was called looked very Rocketeer. Um, so I like that kind of cool steampunky pulpy vibe it went for yeah i i enjoyed it for what it was as well i really liked the animation style um i personally really love peggy carter um i'm a huge fan of um the agent carter tv series um and it was amazing uh, and cancelled mm, far too before it yeah it, it really was and um i just enjoy watching her you know breaking the glass ceiling and also breaking nazis what's not to like <laughs> <laughs> it's if you want a nazi punch in good time yeah exactly <laughs> and um i can't help but feel like oh they really could have condensed the first captain america movie into half an hour you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah they kind of kind of yeah they do a very effective job of racing through the plot yeah, no offense to Captain America, the first Avenger, because I actually quite like that movie. But um, yeah, it could have been a, a tight thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty-five minutes, including credits. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, you know, not only just breaking nuts as well, but you sort of get this Cthulhu tentacle monster at the end. <laughs> yeah, that was that, that very, was weird. Uh, going to the kind of pulp, pulp Cthulhu. Mm. For, for some reason Red Skull thought that was the way to go <laughs> yeah completely and um, you also have um, the recurring characters from those films you have 1940s Bucky Barnes who I really adore um, you also get um, Howard Stark who is the best and or worst enabler depending on your viewpoint <laughs> and um, you also get Steve put in a different position and he's still doing what he feels is right for the war effort so his story is still told in a very similar way but instead of becoming Captain America, becomes this Hydra Stomper proto-Iron Man suit warrior. Yeah. Mm. Well, I guess it's playing with the what-if of it. Yeah, and I, I like opening this up to the multiverse. Um, obviously, off the back of Loki, I think the timing is really smart because we've opened up a multiverse and why not show it in an animated... It makes It makes it feel, it, um, I guess, canon in a way. It, it does canonize it in a way, and um, also to have Jeffrey Wright as the narrator to the this watcher, series, was, yeah. yeah, as the watcher is absolutely the right move because Stan, he's got... uh, Stan Lee's favorite character that he created, mm, yeah, the watcher, the watcher, <laughs> who appeared in one of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies in the post-credit scene. I can't remember which one. Mm. The watchers are bored by Stan Lee ranting and telling them stories or something. And it's Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy two. Post-credit scene. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it um, yeah, it it. I don't know. I just had a lot of fun with it. Like, obviously, I don't know if it's the sort of thing I'll revisit as often as some other things. And I also, I kind of struggle with animation sometimes. Like the like cartoon series, movies, I'm okay with because mostly I'm watching Pixar. 
but mm. like and there, and there's always something in it for me <laughs> something a bit richer and this was kind of like oh, cool. it was a bit of action like it was like watching yeah like spider-man as a kid or something yeah, I guess it depends on the other kind of um, stories they're going to tackle as well. It could just be a one and done or maybe depending on who the focus is. I know there's going to be one episode focusing on um, Black Panther with Chadwick Boseman's final performance. So I am looking forward to that because he's going to be taking over the Star yeah. Wars character. And yeah, that- what if what if Yondu picked up T'Challa instead of Peter Quill? Which I'm totally down with. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay with less Peter Quill. Yeah, I think everyone's okay with less Peter Quill. Um, I like that. Like all the voices, were up. my except for I think Steve Rogers and Red Skull, all the all the actors returned. Yeah, that's correct. And I think that's oh, pretty okay. much. I didn't realize that. Yeah. It's all the all the cast from the movie. So I think everyone is there except for Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr. As far as main cast members go. That's my understanding, yeah. Assumably because they were too expensive. So who played Red Skull this time? Uh, so this this was the actor who played Red Skull in Infinity War and Endgame. Right. Which wasn't Hugo Weaving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, um, oh, I know who it is, but I can't remember his name at the moment. He Jeremy McDermott. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who does That's a pretty mean, a pretty mean Hugo Weaving impersonation? Oh, yeah, I was like, it's, I know it's not Hugo Weaving, but it's a very, very good impression. The Chris Evans thing. one spun me out. It sounded pretty close to Chris Evans. Yeah, he had the same sort of inflections and everything. I thought it was a really good um, Steve Rogers. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Haley Atwell, I think, stealing the show as usual. Yeah, she's Peggy too, Carter. She's too good for this world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious yeah. to see where it goes. I'm curious to see if they're actually going to explore anything kind of a bit deeper. But I feel like it's going to be very much like f- fan fiction show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it is a bit fan y but um, there's no harm in exploring, you know, uh, different scenarios um, to characters that are very well established and that you already like, you know. I don't see the harm in it. What if Thanos had a heart attack as a, as a teenager? <laughs> <laughs> what if Thanos died the way that a lot of fans really wanted <laughs> to a la Ant-Man doing something <laughs> oh, Ant-Man, Ant-Man going up his rectum and then turning full size <laughs> yeah <laughs> Ant-Man performing the world's greatest colonoscopy <laughs> <laughs> it's messy people need to stop sleeping on Scott Lang <laughs> See, this is why this is why you need to watch the boys <laughs> have you seen the boys yet jason uh, I, th- I think i've seen two episodes of it yeah i feel it's... like it's the superhero show that you would appreciate yeah no i, I was enjoying it I, I remember that but a, a lubed block of c4 goes somewhere very valuable <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, to yeah. defeat a, a villain with diamond skin <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i I think there's more fun in coming up with these concepts of what if and playing around with it than the actual show. I, I really do think it's sitting well and truly in the kids' television arena more than yeah. a, what I've experienced so far with a lot of the Marvel stuff. I think Marvel has a very much a family-friendly agenda in mind. Yeah, I think it's trying to grab as many um, different um, audiences as it can. So, yeah. yeah. 
But I mean, as far as cartoons go for the first episode, I mean, we're only talking about the first episode here. It could get exponentially better, and we'll talk about that eventually if it does. I feel yeah. like if it maintains this level of quality, I'm not sure we're going to have much else to say about it other than, oh, that was cool how that happened, and, you know, what if that happened? Yeah, it's going to have to, I guess, deliver something really um, phenomenal. Yeah, otherwise it's a case of uh, Easter eggs galore, but... Yeah. Yeah, fan service the show. What if? Trying to think of all their problems. What if Thor 2 was good? Let's do that. (laughs) (laughs) Someone said, what if the real Mandarin was in Iron Man 3? That's what all the nerds are asking for. That would make it a much better movie. (laughs) No, it wouldn't. It's perfect the way it is. No, it's not. (laughs) <laughs> See, I told you, more, much, much more fun. Kingsley alone. <laughs> I, I absolutely will not leave Ben Kingsley alone. <laughs> cool. What if? I mean, you could probably do worse. You could definitely do better. Yeah, sort of middle of the road, but you know, it's only just been one episode. Who knows? I thoroughly recommend watching uh, Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous if you want to tell a cartoon spin-off from a movie series. It's very you good. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That's, that's your childhood talking there, Scott, it I'm is, sure. It is. It is. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. What if... It wasn't a question, it was a statement. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Pop Culture. I've been... Stuck. I'm still Jason. And I'm still Monica. Pop Culture is produced by and recorded by Jason Eddy, Monica Porter and Scott Souter. The clip for this week's show was the trailer for What If? And the song at the end was the theme from What If? If you're enjoying the podcast, please I invite you to jump on our podcast and leave us a review. It helps us expand the show and reach new listeners. If you'd like to find us on social media, we're available on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash popculturepod on Twitter at PopCultureAU, and we're also available on Instagram.